Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here we are, back at it again. Hour two of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, like music. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This, this is the beat. beat. Okay, you like Coldplay? You know, I quite like Coldplay. They have so many good songs. They do have so, so many, many good, good songs. songs. Some of them I forget are Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah, you forget how many good songs they have until you uh, like go to a Coldplay concert and you're like, oh, yeah, this is good. Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, exactly. Well, they just revealed that they will soon be releasing a new track called Weirdo, and it's part of a musical. So Chris Martin was on uh, the Pete Holmes podcast. Love Pete Holmes. Oh, he's great. Yeah, uh, yeah. What was that couch surfing show that you used to love? Oh, it was called... Uh, uh, falling? No, no. Crashing? Crashing. Yeah. Crashing. Oh, I love that show so much. Anyway, he said they have a new song out. It's called Weirdo. It's been waiting to come out for a long time because they're doing a kind of musical. And this song has been waiting for that. He said it's one of their best songs it just hasn't come out yet. Well, we have a little teaser. Oh, okay. I was looking on that link. Oh, is it is not it? there? Oh, shoot. Is he just teasing the fact? I think he's fact? super teasing it. Oh, no. It's not a I teaser. He's right. Oh, man, now I want it. Well, maybe I'm trying to I'm the link you sent has a bunch of clips on it, but I don't think any of them are now, this one. Right no. You'd have to click on weirdo. I'll work on it. All right. So anyway, um, this isn't their first time writing a musical. They put out, they put together a Game of Thrones musical alongside the cast of the show for comic relief in 2015. I don't remember this, but uh, Weirdo isn't even on the track list for their next album, which is coming out on the 15th of October. Hmm. So... I'm yeah, sorry, I think it's guys. so fresh that there's not even clips on the internet. Oh, maybe yet. it'll be on Dang tomorrow. it! Well, tomorrow's New Music Friday, Ooh. so maybe we'll we'll have it. Then. Remember their last single, "Higher Power." Insta download for it. Stevie Boy. Oh gosh, so good. Yeah. I don't think I've liked anything by Coldplay in about ten years. No, you really? don't like Higher Power, Rocco? Not really. We should. I can kick it. Yeah, let's kick, kick it, it right from the beginning. Okay, let me. And with if you have good bass. It oh, thumps, yeah. man. It thumps. It's all about the bass. Coldplay, higher, hey. here comes. Really good. Is that it? Yeah, man. You got a nice sub in your car? Tweeters? <laughs> sub. <laughs> clap, clap. Sometimes I just can't take it. Come on, Sometimes man. I just can't take it. And it is not enough. Enough. 
You know, it's funny. Coldplay's interesting, and I get it. Some people, I think, maybe clown them a little bit, and it's just, you know, Rocco's like an indie vinyl store yeah, guy. Yeah, cool for the room. I'm yeah. I'm an electric fetus. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, I get my albums at Target. And so some people think maybe it's a little bit too commercial. If you listen, though, I really enjoyed them throughout all of their iterations. And that when they started, how they sound in that album right there is totally different than they started with Yellow and The Scientist and Beautiful World. I mean, they, they had this much, much more of an acoustic vibe at the beginning. And it has really evolved over time. And so I think that makes it a fun channel to go to on your Spotify and hit shuffle because it's going to be all sorts of stuff from the same band. Well, and don't forget that Higher Power came out in May and it was like with a collaboration with the International Space Station. Remember? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I like that song. It's What's good. your problem, Rocco? Yeah, Rocco. I saw the, you know, I had a Coldplay phase and I was kind of, you know, I, I was dealing with haters from all sides and I was like, no, defending them. And then I. I went and saw him, and I was kind of bored with it. And then I oh okay. really? Oh, I, I think know. Chris Martin is a really good performer. <sighs> no, I still like Fix You. That's a jam. Oh, uh, Fix You can make you cry. Set any video to Fix You, and you'll cry. Oh my god! And, really? It is so. It is such a good song that crescendos so well. It's a slow build, and it's wonderful. And to get even more obscure, there is a scene in the Yesterday. HBO show, The Newsroom. Oh. And in season one of that show, which Jeff Daniels won an Emmy for, I loved it. Aaron Sorkin wrote and produced. There's a scene in which that song comes on by Coldplay, and it hits at all the right pl- I mean, it's just a, a work of art. There's a work al- of art. also a scene in the movie Yesterday mm-hmm. about a world without the Beatles existing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the lead um, character starts singing Yesterday, and people were like, what do you... What is that song? And he's like, "What do you mean? It's the Beatles." And they're like, "We're the Ooh, Beatles." Yeah. And it, and one of the women goes, "Well, it's no fix you." <laughs> <laughs> See that? That's good. It's just that kind wow. of a song. I guess I never wow. really connected with that song. Oh, Donna, you are such an emotional, nostalgic person too. I know. You know, and if you think of it too, um, by the way, just to make you cry when you listen to it next time, think of it. Um, with someone who's sick because it's them you know like imagine some we've all had someone in our life go through cancer or something like that and how you're trying to fix the person how you will stay by their side through it oh, all i can't stop Rocco, don't say no we have to play it don't. just a little bit Steven. that's the part get to that part Rocco. okay Donna, you need to cry. It's part of your juice cleanse. You need to get some of those t- <laughs> oh, <I'm laughs> toxins out. Bottle right now, yeah, I'm on effect. bottle number two of our uh, juice cleanse. It's the super, the spicy super squeeze, dandelion, spinach, cucumber, celery, lemon, and ghost pepper. I'm kind of going to cheat a little today. Okay, oh. that's fine. With a little protein shake, just a that's few okay. sips from Absolutely. that. Absolutely, no judgment here, it's sister. Thirty grams of protein. I'll be fine. It's gonna fix you, that protein shake. Yeah. Oh. Something you can't replace, a person. After the buildup, oh, it's so beautiful. What Let me beautiful tell you what song. annoys me about this song already. <laughs> God. We gotta get what? the engineer on I, the horn. This is a live him. production. Oh, okay. Okay, my bad. That does Sorry. not sound like the normal studio recording of it, Rocco. Really? Yeah. That is that those vocals Something sounds off. are buried Here in that music. Think of a dying pack. No, stop! <laughs> what you're saying? Oh my gosh! Why do you do this to me? 
I'm starving. <laughs> You're not a bad dog. Um, all right, we're out of time. Yeah, we sure are. Uh, Maybe we can get sport? to a little... Well, why don't we... We, we tease a little Lana Del Rey. Why don't we hear that all after right, the sure. break? Um, and then we'll get into a little sports talk. If we got time, it's a big sports night here in America. A lot of people are going to be watching the same channel tonight at 8 o'clock. We'll get into all that. When we come back as buddies, juice cleansing buddies, we are an informal cult. It's Don and Steve on my talk. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk. 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with our buddy DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Um, now, before the break, we ran out of time because we tried to make Donna cry by listening to Fix You by Coldplay. But you mentioned that there's some new music by Lana Del Rey, who a couple of her songs I've really enjoyed. Summertime Sadness, which was featured in the Leonardo DiCaprio movie, The Great Gatsby. I, I need to see that. I love that song. I wonder where I could find The Great Gatsby. Because, you know, I read the book recently. Oh, yeah, that's right. You were going through some of the classics. Great, Gatsby. Putting it on the list. Thank you, Steve. Uh, yeah, she's got a new studio album, which is coming out on October 22nd. It's called Blue Bannisters, and <laughs> the latest single is titled Arcadia. You want to hear it? Okay. Here, goes. Here it goes. For me. All right. All her songs kind of sound that same, don't they? Yeah, it's yeah. sort of a... Uh, a weepy, like she's tugging the the emotion out of the song. I Sometimes it works. Could you let Donna hear Summertime Sadness, Rocco? Okay, let me Google Which that. also has a very similar, like, slow... It's, it's almost like she's dude. running through, like, a forest. But in slow motion. Yes, and there's willow trees. It's something you would Ooh. hear, like, in a, like, Mass and Guild commercial. Oh, my God. <laughs> you no. took it there. Gosh. Donna, you're making a weird face. Is it the juice or Lana? Uh, (laughs) It's just not for me. It's not that it's bad. It's just not, it's not my jam. Okay, that's all right. Uh, I think she has a pretty voice. I really, we really need to get these producers to bring that music down. I don't know if it's because the session musicians are getting paid so much that they're like, I want more bass. I want more me. (laughs) Turn, turn me up a little. You've... I want to hear the voice, the vocals. Sorry, I blew up. This is yeah. the juice cleanse. This is cleansing. <laughs> this cleanses all of the toxins from our body, including <laughs> negative feelings clearly pent up toward the recording industry. Speaking of which, oh, no. welcome back, my children. Rocco, what did I tell you before the break? Don't let Steve talk about the juice cleanse. I said, don't let Steve hijack this segment. Rocco. I feel like as long as he's going to talk about it, we need the Gregorian chants. Otherwise, it really falls flat. Donna, you are, and most people I think would agree with this, if they've known you for any period of time, calloused and cold. And so you haven't even asked Rocco in front of our audience how he's doing. This is his first time endeavoring in a juice cleanse. We are old pros. This is his first time. I did ask him. I asked him off the air. Strangely, I got through yesterday without being too hungry. And you didn't even drink all the juices. (laughs) I know. I got to like night and I was like, okay, I did my three. Oh, wait, there's five. (laughs) Rocco had like 400 calories yesterday. there's six, Rocco. I did five. I didn't do all six. Was there the cashew milk? Was number oh, six. No, See, remember, I had some cashew milk. I like that. One and three are the regular meals. The two and six are snacks. Yes, one, three, five, regular one, th- meals. Th- thank you, sorry. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, I was talking to Donna. I, uh, 
I've uh, I've talked to a few people that are having some like allergies these last couple of days, including Donna. I think mm-hmm. Julia was the same. And so I'm having some kind of allergy stuff, but I'm afraid to take a Claritin because I'm like, what if I take a pill on no food in my stomach and I get super loopy? Well, I'll tell you what. Did you? How'd you yeah, do? Yeah, fine. <laughs> I, I dropped tonin last night. You yeah. know, sometimes we'll freebase melatonin. I did skip that last night because I was afraid. I, I did not. I think I became a part of the sofa. Yeah. I fell asleep so hard while watching another episode of that 9-11 special on Nat Geo. And what a terrible show to fall asleep to because then I keep hearing these things in my sleepy, yeah, not quite REM bad. thing. Oh, yikes. I have a follow-up question from yesterday. You said you'd put some like supplement in your coffee that gives you even more energy. I mean, I, is that am I getting that right? Yeah, that was, that was called MCT oil. Steve and is I, not a doctor, by the way. <laughs> that is the truth of but the matter. But it is hopped up on MCT coffee. I had MC, but I was so bleeping tired when I got home yesterday. But I'd gone to bed like at eleven thirty the night before. Then the alarm's going off at six, so it wasn't a great sleep night. But then I, I had evening coffee, just black coffee, and then uh, I took a bath, and it was deeply enjoyable as I listened to Lord of the Rings ambient music. Donna, let's talk about sports. All right, thank you. I've been waiting all morning to get to Are this. Are you ready for some football? <laughs> I'm going to make it super quick. Okay, this is cool. Uh, This is a beautiful story of two strangers meeting at a ball game. Fenway Park. Steve loves when I say ball game. Ball game. They are Red Sox fans, obviously. They decided to split the cost of some raffle tickets at Fenway Park. They ended up winning $18,000. They had never met before. One guy was from Massachusetts. The other was from Cali. Wow. They just happened to be sitting next to one another. And so when the 50-50 raffle came up, they were like, you want to just split this? Wow. They posed for a picture together. And uh, now they're lifelong friends. They're buddies forever now, man. Isn't that great? That's fantastic. Congratulations. Then I would like to tell you why hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports. Okay? Tell me everything. I'm talking major league, of course. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It seems very difficult. So what is it? Is it a 1,000 batting average? Is that how you say it? Is Uh, perfect? Yeah, that would be perfect. Yep. Batting a thousand. Okay, so batting a thousand if you do everything right. But a three hundred batting average is considered exceptional. Yes. Which means you can fail seventy percent of the time and you're still considered one of the best. Exactly. That is why hitting a baseball is arguably the hardest thing to do in sports, according to this article. Um, here's a deal. First you've got the speed of the pitch, right? Mm-hmm. Average baseball, fastball comes. 95 to 100 miles an hour. Yeah, probably. at least 90. Brutal. And it's fired from less than 60 feet away. So that gives the batter about. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. About 150 milliseconds to decide whether or not to swing. And it's not to mention, it could be curving. Right. Curving. It could be sinking. It could be spitting. All sorts of things. <laughs> I think one of the that. other things is that it, when it comes off the out of the pitcher's hand, the same motion that makes like a 67 mile an hour pitch is the same motion that makes like a 98, and you just yes. don't know what's coming. Hence right. the change up just breaking dudes off. They're saying that an engineering professor compared it to trying to hit a bullet with another bullet. Whoa, buddy. So the same professor says it's it's not so much about how fast a batter can swing as it is about how fast he can stop himself from swinging at pitches he knows he's not likely to hit. Thanks, Donna. Hey, uh, this has been Sports Talk with me, Donna Valentine, your athletic supporter. Uh, tonight, the New England page, uh, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's who Tommy Brady plays for. The Super Bowl champs playing the Dallas Cowboys. The NFL season kicks off tonight with some Thursday night football. We are getting into a game, and that's next. You can play College Pop Culture Knowledge. Dial 651-641-1071. You can play next. This is going to be really fun. The Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Let us play a little game. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> I want to see how smart you are. That is me. I'm your host. And on the phone is your play-along caller. Her name is Danelle. Our buddy Danelle. Hey, Danelle. Yeah. Hey, yeah, girl. Suck it, Steve. Yeah, yeah girl. Steve. Coming in hot with the Suck It Steve all the way from beautiful Buffalo. Where are you headed right now, Danelle? I'm out of walk with my dog. Cool. Oh, that's so I'm, nice. I'm just heading home to get ready for work. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. yeah exciting. Well, did you I guys know? know... Loud Sorry. Yeah, it sounds like you're walking along a highway. Uh, well, I'm walking along a road that has cars on it. So maybe not a highway, but a road. Zip it, Danelle. You know what I meant. Hey! Suck it, Steve. All right, sorry. All right, go ahead. We got to get the topic. I got to get out of here. Did you guys okay, know go. it's National Teddy Bear Day? Yep. No. You did, Donna? Well, Donna mm-hmm. reads a lot of show prep. Steve just kind of shows up and <laughs> is all hyped up on motor oil coffee or whatever. <laughs> MCT oil, man. <laughs> um, anyway, so today, September 9th, National Teddy Bear Day, I'm going to quiz you on some teddy bears in pop culture. Okay, now, so Danelle, Danelle, listen, yeah. I know that we are enemies, but I think I know more about teddy bears than Donna, I'm just saying. That's probably true. Well, but I can. I got Donna's back, so I'm going to go with Donna. <laughs> All right, you're the woman. I got to go. Bye now. See you later. Bye now. Okay. All right, Danelle, stand by. I might need your help. Okay, Donna. All right, here okay. we go. Donna's going first. It starts with this one. Uh, who was the voice of the stuffed bear in the 2012 movie, Ted? Um, that was Seth 
I don't remember his last name. Seth Rogen? Nope. Seth. Seth. Ah, it was Seth, but next. Okay, who plays the bad guy in Paddington 2? Oh, no. Not Hugh Grant. I don't know. Steve's going to get this one. And Pookie is the teddy bear and best friend of what cartoon and comic strip character? Gumby? No. <laughs> I don't know. I want to get the first one. Seth McFarland is number one. Okay. Number three, Pookie. Pookie is not a teddy bear, though, is he? I'm going to say Gumby. Okay. We'll see what Danelle has to say. God. Hey, um, I thought those were all really hard. They're oh kind of, you know. Re- so the first the one. Next, sorry, go ahead. Repeat the, the third question. The third question is, Pookie is the teddy bear and best friend of what cartoon and comic strip character? Pookie, God, I have no clue. I'll just stay with what Donna said. What was the second question? And who plays the bad guy in Paddington 2? <sighs> Winnie the Pooh! <laughs> <laughs> you said, at, at one point you said not Hugh Grant. Do you have thoughts on that? <laughs> Hugh Grant uh, was Paddington. We'll go, let's go with Hugh Grant. Okay, Hugh Grant it is. Okay. Sure, who knows? And uh, Gumby okay. for Pookie. All right, let's wave at Stevie Boy wearing that Rolling Stones t-shirt. Yeah. And Steve, Nobody's woo! buying that. Doesn't Steve need to name 10 Rolling Stones That's songs right. in order to wear the shirt? Let's, yep. Let's start uh, with that, Give Steve. me shelter. Okay. Uh, what's the other one? Satisfaction. Moves like Jagger. That's it. Um, All right. Now, he doesn't sing moves like Jagger. No. <laughs> they don't sing <laughs> I got the mood like me. You know how, like, when you look up, what was the number one song the day you were born? Moves yeah. Like Jagger was my son's song. That'll always, that'll oh. always follow him. That's oh, that's fun. Forever and ever. Broondog. Amen. Um, let's ask Steve some questions about teddy bears. Um, oh, he's got shoot. some youngins that probably still have teddy bears, so yeah. he may have an it's advantage true. here. We'll see. Here we go, Steve. Who was the voice of the stuffed bear in the 2012 movie Ted? Um, Seth MacFarlane. Who plays the bad guy in Paddington 2? Hugh Grant. Pookie is the teddy bear and best friend of what cartoon and comic strip character? Pookie? Mm-hmm. Say it again so I can hear He is the teddy bear and best friend of what cartoon and comic strip character? Pookie. Best friend. Pookie. Oh, my word. Charlie Brown. Okay. I just D word. That's all right. I think we're gonna go to a tiebreaker. No. Um, the voice of the stuffed bear in the 2012 movie Ted you both knew was Seth MacFarlane. Uh, Hugh Grant was the bad guy in Paddington too. Donna kind of, I kind of tried to feed that one to her. Did we? I thought he actually was Paddington, so I was like, not Hugh Grant. But, but I think Grant. eventually you went with Hugh Grant, I no matter did. what. So you get it. And then Pookie is the teddy bear of Garfield. I was going to say Garfield, but I, I thought, no way, I don't know Pookie. No, no, oh, Janelle. You know what? I said Gumby. So I looked it up. Gumby and Pokey. Pokey, yes, Pokey. He's a horse. Of course. Yes. So I guess we're going to a tiebreaker. Oh, Let's no. do it. Um, I'm going to play a song that ha- involves a teddy bear singing. Oh, you tell me the bear who's singing, and it goes like this. Donna. 
Yes. Miley Cyrus. Steve. Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Remember she dressed up as a bear on stage at the VMAs or something? No? I couldn't, I couldn't hear the song. Yeah, no fair. Yeah, I want to redo. Yeah, too bad. Take a walk. Suck it, Steve. Suck it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Al, I'm sorry, but thanks for being supportive. Oh, I got your back always, girl. Oh, you're my best friend. Yeah. We're, I guess oh, we're I love the, it. The three of us are best friends, probably. No, no, oh, just Perfect, us. perfect. All right. Rocco, too. Oh, <laughs> bye, Danelle. All right, bye, Danelle. Have, have a good day. Bye. You, too. Oh, man. Fozzie Bear, voiced by Frank Oz, who's no longer a part of the uh, Muppets, oh. says he wasn't asked back by Disney. Frank Oz. Didn't he do, like, some NCIS stuff, too? He did a fair amount of other things as yeah. a director. I know that. Oh, Frank Oz. That's a cool last name, isn't it? That is. It's not his real last name. Damn it. it I isn't? know. No, it's, like, longer. It's, like, you know, like... Ozamapersky. Ozakin or something like that. Ostrovsky. Yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, do uh, e, oh, uh, oh yeah, Oz, Osnowitz. Osnowitz. Osnowitz, of course. Of course. Gotta shrink that down. Oh, yeah, no kidding. Time for a tip. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. 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 Have a stress headache, do you? Always. Eat 10 to 12 almonds because it is the equivalent of taking two aspirin. I don't believe that. It says it right here, so it must be true. That's such bullcrap. 10 to 12 almonds. Don't you think the almond industry would have leaned into that a while ago? Forget aspirin. Just eat almonds every day, senior citizens. Hmm. It's bullcrap. Fake. Fine. Okay, lost or broke your ice scraper? Yeah. Try using a non-metal kitchen spatula or a credit card to clear your windshield. Oh, that's interesting. I used to never understand why we didn't just put, like, super hot water on the windshield, but I think it's very, very bad for the glass Mm. of the windshield. You know what I mean? Like, haven't you guys had that thought, too, when you've gone out to scrape an ice-covered windshield and think, oh, I just, why don't I dump hot water on this? Yeah, but I I've think done it. I think it's bad for your windshield. I think. Uh-oh, now you tell me. Try to park your car facing east overnight. That way the sun will do most of the snow removal for you. Oh. I'm in November right now. That's why there's lots of... Yes, yes. Yeah, we always move a little faster than one day at a time on these calendars. How many times have you found yourself needing a corkscrew? Uh, probably five to ten. All right, well... Uh, hammer a nail into the top of the cork okay. and then pry the nail out with the reverse side. Oh. Just pull the nail out and it comes right. Apparently, the nail will pop right out with the cork attached to it. Interesting. Boy, it makes you picture. wonder how cork is made. And what do we need cork for? Let's just do all screw tops now. I know. Isn't it funny how, at the you know, a long time ago, it was that cheap? Was, yeah. And like things in cans were looked at uh, like snot, you know, oh, yeah. canned anything. Oh, come on. Now you could get screw wine. Top. Now everything's delicious. I think it might have been screw tops. big cork that was making us yeah. believe all those lies. Right? The cork industry. What is that made out of? Like, I don't. How do they wood, make it? That's my shavings? question. Yeah. Plus, and wouldn't cork, well, wouldn't cork make wine go worse than a, you know, screw top? Seems like yeah, a screw top would, would be clean and. 
Yeah. Right. Sterile. Totally. I don't know. Cork is made from the bark of a tree. Cork is super, or the cork oak. These trees can grow pretty big, and they have really thick, rugged bark. Thank you. You know, I was just talking with somebody the other day, speaking of trees, about mm-hmm. like a ream. No, no, no. No, a ream of paper. <laughs> I held a ream of paper, and I thought, this is amazing how heavy paper is. Just a ream of it. Just like one ream. Yep. Looking at one right now. And then they said, well, think about how heavy trees are. <laughs> I was like, I guess you're right. Who looked at a tree and said, son of a bee, we can make paper out of this. Also, probably since you... Egyptians. Mm. Yeah, if we're getting technical, you're right. It probably was them. <laughs> um, since you brought it up, Donna, I did recently do another measuring of my trees. And I'll just tell you this. Two of my trees have grown 53 inches and the other 56 inches Do since planting nice? in mid-May. Are they pretty? Well, they started as twigs, you know, like like four-foot-tall twigs. And they will become pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're not going to meet your standards. I never want to show you my trees. You're going to come in it with the wrong attitude. You're not going to be open-minded, open-hearted. No, I will. Will you send me a picture right now? No. All righty. See you later, bud. Hey, when we come back, funny story about Matt Damon. He was talking about his lack of use of social media, and then he spilled a little secret, and then the internet figured out his secret. We'll get into that when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk. Oh, hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. You can follow us on Twitter. I am at Valentine Donna. He is at KSTP Steve. Robert. How about you, Rocco? He started. I'm find. on Twitter, but only as a receiver, not a deliverer. How about Instagram? Yeah, I think I am. I think I'm Rock at Rocco Bonello. I think they might have uh, tagged me in that post yesterday where they were uh, they asked you to build a MyTalk team. Oh yeah. Oh, how'd that go? I tried not to look. I was afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I was cheap. Maybe right? Was I just a dollar? Yeah, Hannah yeah. had a uh, a post up on our MyTalk social. You can go and follow us in all the places if you don't already. And she said, you only get $10, and you can put together a radio show. And then you had to like choose someone from each category. So you had $1 talent, $4 talent, $2 talent, $6 talent. Um, and it was all priced weird so that you had to make some tough choices. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, Very was fun. fun, creative idea. Uh, if you would like to follow Matt Damon on Instagram. I can tell you how. Mm-hmm. Um, he revealed that he's got a private Instagram, only 76 followers. But that didn't last. Here's what happened. Uh, He was talking. He said, I never saw the point regarding Facebook, Instagram, social media. I never saw the point. And I feel better and better about that decision as time goes on. I understand wanting to be connected to everybody on Facebook, but my life is so full. I'm connected to everybody I need to be connected to. And then Twitter, I just reflexively didn't believe that my first knee-jerk response to something was necessarily something that should go all over the world. But he does have a private Instagram account that he uses to keep up with friends and family, which likely a lot of celebrities do. Mm -hmm. He was talking to GQ and he said, "I, I have 76 followers. I've done 40 posts since 2013. Apparently, a bunch of internet sleuths then figured out there was an account with the username, oh damn, Matt. And it fits the follower and post count. It is also followed by Chris Hemsworth and Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian. 
And it's, so now people figured it out. Did you follow him? Donna? Um, so I just put O H for O, then Dam D A M N M A T T. Let's try um, uh, just O. Don't put H. Just okay. O. Any exclamation points? Nope. Okay. There's no o, picture associated damn, with Matt. it. Great. That means we're in the right place. Seventy-six followers. Forty oh, it's, posts. It's private. A hundred and eleven following. All right. I just requested. I'll see if Matt Damon will let me follow him. Um, oh, I'm sure he's getting a lot of requests now. Oh, my gosh. I could only imagine. Huh. That's cute. That's kind of fun, though. You know, I'd be, I would do that if I was like a big celebrity. Have a just little burner account. Yeah. Kevin Durant, NBA star, he would do this, too. Except he ended up getting found out by the Internet sleuths. The Internet always wins. And he was talking back to people about who were clowning him, and he saw it as a place where he could not keep up with friends and family, but that he could vent and say stuff that he, Kevin Durant, would not necessarily be able to say. And then the internet found out about the burner account. It was like, dude, come on. You just have to call it something that nobody would ever guess. Like X, 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 X. Whoa. Oh, maybe that, not No. <laughs> right, just anything. Like R, R, whatever, the, any kind of weird letter or word or, you know, you can't put your name in there. Yeah, you shouldn't have done Matt. Yeah. Like Big Tubbo Fun, you could do. Yeah, something, you know, maybe that's something that's inside between you and your friends. Plant Lady for us, 76. For us, it would be Durop. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> this is funny. This is funny timing. So the Donna and Steve show used to actually still has a uh, an Instagram account. When we mentioned that we were going to do the juice cleanse, which we are on day two of right now, people reached out to me on Instagram and said, the last post from the Donna and Steve show account was three years ago. May 8th, 2018, three and a half years ago. And it was a picture that Donna took. And it just says, lunchtime. Two for ones, whatever that means. And it was in a wine glass, you had green juice. That's the last post that we ever did. That was our juice. Yes. And just in case... Um, in case you think that you were really loving it then and struggling now, <laughs> you said, here's some things that you said underneath it. Um, let's see. I don't like the lunch one either. Dinner is good. Uh, I put a packet of Stevia natural sweetener in my lunch drink and cut the celery in half. Mm. You wrote that 174 weeks ago. Wow. Look at me. Super active. I got to be honest. I didn't even know we had account- an account. I forgot. What's the name of our account? Donna Steve Show. Mm-hmm. And the day, two days before that, you posted. Um, the, a day before that, we have you posting, talking about um, rubbing s- magazine clippings on your body where they have the perfume insert. That's how Donna oh, would yeah. do stuff. Oh, this is a pretty good Instagram oh, account. Here, what let's, are we doing? I'm going to listen right now. Let's listen to this uh, live. This is Donna talking about cults video and some comments that Colleen and Bradley, our colleagues, have made about. Um, our quest for good health. <laughs> they tend to be calling this a cult, our mission to find. There she is. Oh. <laughs> I just entered. You're bowing to Please me. Please resume. Seated position. <laughs> so, anyway. Wow. Wonder why we ever gave this up. I come in on a full black cloak, by the way, in this video. 
Donna Steve Show, if you want to take a... Uh, yeah, wow, we really post. posted heavily about this juice cleanse. Yeah, super annoying. Then you were scared by Bigfoot. Yeah, are you on the page now? Oh, yeah. Oh, and I scare you a lot? Oh, here's one time of me scaring Donna. Here we go, everybody. Very Let's... funny. <laughs> Let's all focus on how Donna entered the room after a bathroom break. <laughs> Oh, and I just, oh, another scare video. Oh, here's another three in a row. Three in a row, Donna. Those were fun. Oh, then another one. My Christmas cookies are up here. I'm hiding under the desk. Oh, Donna, it's fun. Oh, guys, what a journey. Follow us on Instagram, Donna Steve Show. Yeah. We'll post something. That's not true. Who even has access to that account? You probably do. I think you're the only one who does. No. Is that right? I think so. It says it's the official account. Oh, all right. No, yeah, it's ours, but I I don't think I have access to it. Rocco, do you want to update it for us? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Yeah, whatever, Rocco. Uh, anyway, Rocco uh, wants to play a little audio for us when we come back. Oh, okay. Speaking of pranks, though, what's this Green Day story? I just saw that Green Day, they, they pranked Weezer at a concert that Weezer was playing at, and then they came out in costume. So this was a Hella Mega Tour wrapped up Monday in Seattle, and uh, Weezer's set was going on, and they were playing the song Surf Wax America. And then their stage was invaded by three intruders, one wearing a leather jacket, a goofy mask, and a Speedo. Another wore an Elvis jumpsuit, a Fez, and a COVID mask. (laughs) And the third was in a full-on horse costume. It has not been officially confirmed, but it appears that it was Green Day in disguise because the guy in the Speedo had a chest tattoo in the same place as Green Day's drummer Trey Cool. Green Day posted the video with the caption, What's a tour without a good old prank at the end? Gotcha, Weezer. But they never pulled their masks off. And had any kind of payoff. So the audience just thought, like, oh, this is bizarre. Who are these weirdos? Whatever. It's fun. We'll clap a little bit. But they should have pulled their mask off. Billy Joe Armstrong, reveal yourself. The crowd goes crazy. Hmm. They didn't do that. So Yeah, that the payoff was missing. It was missing. Um, well, I'm looking forward to whatever it is that Rocco has to play for us when we come back. We also have the latest Sopranos prequel trailer, which Donna's really pumped about. Yes. We get to listen to a little bit of that. And uh, yeah, that and more stuff that we're going to get into. A dirt alert coming up next on my talk.